this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Well, then let's get this part out of the way. Yeah. Kick out the jams, yeah, it's just pop. In defense of cold play. Hey, everybody. That was the opening of the Cody Velato episode because <laughs> I didn't have the theme song cut out. So there's a little extra on there. If you go back a couple, you'll, uh, you'll find that opening. Uh, so it's a little... Little Great. what I call Easter sampling. Egg. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Paul McCartney, Africa Mombata, then it goes me as far as sampling goes. <laughs> uh, guys, we're here with another episode of Journalist Radio. Don't fear. We're texting with him, trying to get him on the phone. That might uh, go poorly because you've never seen something as jerry-rigged as our phone ring. But I am here with Neil Mahoney. Say hi, Neil. Hi. It's and... Uh, one of the one of the comments that we get the most about this podcast is the amazing art that comes up uh, when you go to the Maximum Fun page. Every week there is a new illustration uh, going back years and years and years. How long is has it been? Six years? Have we been doing it for six six years? That because you came on pretty early on, Dana. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Dana Lechtenberg is here. Hi, He's the hi, artist hi. that does that. He's a fantastic artist. Uh, you've you've heard us talk about him stuff. You've heard. Him. You've heard him on the podcast before, I believe, in Chicago. You, you, you were there. Did you make it up on stage? Uh, I, I think one of my kids made it up before I did. He is also the father of two of our youngest fans. So give it up for Dana Lechtenberg. Thank you. Another clap. Um, it's a little, little lower this time. Um, well, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me yet again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a regular thing. You get to come out to Los Angeles. What, like once a year? I tried to come out once a year. Didn't make it out last year, but uh, it's it, it's been a great time so far. That's good. What have you been doing uh, so far? What have you been doing in town? Uh, I've been hanging out with Neil. Nice. Um, I've been having some power meetings. I just got done meeting with Dana Gould on something. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Neil and I got to go see the very cool yeah, um, live reading of uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space. That's very neat. Yeah. Uh, the, Jonah, Jonah has done that in the past, but he is obviously out of town. This yes. Time. And I asked Dana this morning, uh, the part that Jonah usually plays uh, was done by um, Bronger. Oh, Matt Bronger. Yep. So that was uh, two, two, two tall fellas doing the same role. So, That's nice. uh, yeah, neat. All right, Jonah's ready. Jonah's ready? Good. Take the mic. Is, away he, calling, from me. is he calling, in, uh, calling me or should I call him? 
Go ahead and call it. I'm going to. I go back to, I go down to contacts on my phone, and I go to J. Oh, it went to L by mistake, guys. Sorry. This is all quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Cash <laughs> tries to make a phone call. <laughs> what does it sound like? Nope. I got two Jonah Rays in here. That's that's one. Hello. Jonah, it's Cash. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, that's great. Uh, we are here with uh, Neil Mahoney and Dana Lechtenberg. Yep. Hi, Jonah. Um, what? That the the they're pretty far away from the microphone. So, you got you got to yell. Say it again, Dana. Hi, Jonah. Did you hear him there? No yeah, this is good podcasting, guys. This is great podcasting. Um, I I may be the only one that can hear you because I have headphones in. Um, what, what what what's it like that out there on the road, Jonah? Don't yell into your own. Well, currently I'm in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, I've never That's been. Right. Deanna and I were walking around, and we were like, we're like wow, this is, this, is, this is some kind of crazy college. It's like, it's, that thing looks like a castle. Really? It's like Yale or something. And then it turns out, yes, uh, this is where Yale is. <laughs> <laughs> so you met the future uh, Supreme Court justices? They all came out to your show? No, I mean, the show's tonight. So, I mean, uh, hopefully I won't see some uh, empty seats in the house. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when we, we did D.C. last night, and yes. I did put Ian McKay on the list, and no, he did not show up. Ooh. Well, he's... I did, sing, I did sing in a pig mask. I sang uh, the opening lines to Waiting Room by Fugazi. Very cool. That's uh, that's that's what you do when you, you, you go to D.C. You embrace the local culture. And that, I feel like yeah. you honored that when you did that. Made a reference to Ben's Chili Bowl. People who ate it up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's really it's really cold, and it's um, last night. I'm gonna go home and listen to Repeater. Night. <laughs> <laughs> last night was our second night on the bus, and uh, and it's uh, it's going okay. The shows have been a lot of fun. They're really hectic. We're changing stuff nonstop. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a real. It's been real. A lot of rewriting and reconfiguring of stuff. Well, that's good. Well, it's nice that you're discovering it. You're getting it on your on its feet. That's why you take a show out of town, Jonah. Not to get too Broadway on you. That's true. That's very true. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been fun so far. Uh, haven't gotten too sick yet. Good. You did. Uh, you done any record shopping? Got any uh, local record stores you want to shout out? Um, I in, when I was in Portland, Maine, which is a cool town, I went to this awesome place called Coast City Comics. Nice. Uh, and it's this punk rock guy uh, Tristan that runs it, and it's uh, it's uh, it's just like a comic book shop, um, but it's also got a ton of records and tapes and CDs. And it's also got tons of toys, and it has like some great um, uh, pinball machines. They have like Tales from the Crypt, Freddy, uh, Adam's Family, um, and so that place was awesome. And like you know, VHS movies and all kinds of stuff like that. That place was great. I uh, got some stuff from there. And then um, try and think of where else I've been. I don't remember. Everything's turning into a blur. But that's probably like the coolest shop I've been to yet. Cool. Jonah, I saw a picture of that uh, Freddy pinball machine that you posted, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've ever seen that one before, but it looked really neat. Yeah, I remember uh, the Freddy, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street pinball machine was at uh, this burger place next to a movie theater uh, where I grew up uh, in Kailua, in a neighborhood called Enchanted Lakes, and like um, 
it's like uh, me and my dad, when we go see movies, we'd go to this burger place beforehand to get dinner, and I'd always play it, and it always would play that, like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, boom, boom, boom. Oh, sweet. And it would scare me every time, and then I'd lose <laughs> a ball. <laughs> that Adams Family machine, that was a big one for me growing up. Which one? Uh, the Adams Family. Yeah, that was a, it's a, like a, and that's kind of like a well-known good pinball game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I find interesting about the pinball thing is the the the, the intersection of like high quality uh, licenses and the actual pinball games don't always match up. Like sometimes it's like this, they're they're crappy licenses, but they're great games and vice versa. Yeah. Do you remember uh, the game Revolution X? The, it, it was it the shooting game with Aerosmith? Yes, and you shot CDs. Yes, yes, I totally remember that game. That yeah, was... It was almost exactly like the Terminator 2 game, if yeah. I remember. Yes, I think it was the same company, and like I, I'm sure like it was backstage when Aerosmith was touring with Get a Grip, and they're like, we love this, and they're like, we can get in business with you guys. <laughs> it's such a crass, weird commercialism, like, and and... Any later in history, and Aerosmith would have gone like, "Hey, maybe not the mass shooting game. Maybe that's not the thing we want to get involved in." But like, true, yeah. yeah, the '90s were a crazy time. <laughs> I remember when I was uh, last year at Beyond Fest, uh, Paul Bonanno and I went to go watch Predator. Um, you know, they were showing it in 35 millimeter, and um, it was like, you know, you're, you're watching it, it's fun, and it's all, you know, all the, you know, get to the chopper, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then there's like a, there's like a minute scene where they're just like shooting crazy ass huge machine guns like kind of towards camera because they're shooting into the you know the jungle mm-hmm. for a long time they're yelling and shooting and it was the day after las vegas oh. and everyone like everyone in the crowd who was having fun and hooping and hollering uh like got real quiet during that point. oh that's rough that i mean it's not rough it, it yeah, it's 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 rough, but that's. It was, worse. it was worse for us, Cash. It was worse. That's what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's get I mean... off the cross, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you guys. <laughs> um, we miss you too, Jonah. Um, uh, are the, the listenership up? <laughs> <laughs> Who would dare look? Uh, I I, I spent some time. I I. When you, when you get back, or maybe maybe to kill time before you get back, we got to play another uh, round of golf. The uh, the listener golf, who can get the lowest score oh, out of countries? That was a fun game. Yeah, it's been going really great. Um, just uh, I I didn't have a lot of prep for this trip, so I'm kind of doing a lot of stuff on the fly. But uh, it's been going great. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to plan something out with Christina and Dan. Uh, maybe some one of the like Halloween type events here. Oh yeah, there's, there's a time. That's what I'm that's what I'm bummed about missing most. Yeah. Right now, it's like it's like my favorite season in LA is Halloween season. Oh, absolutely. No, we got rain today, Jonah. It feel it it feels folly. It's great. We had like crazy lightning storm last night. I you were on Instagram, you know. <laughs> I uh, uh, like last or at our show in Boston, uh, and yes, I did. Uh, I did mention. I did, uh, you know, mention the mighty mighty Boston to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but I forgot to say, love that dirty water. That's my favorite thing to say when I come out to a crowd at a Boston show. <laughs> Um, but I uh, uh, turns out the band um, uh, Joyce Manor who just released a new album which is really great bunch yeah. of ours uh, like uh, they were playing like literally like 400 feet away from where our venue was oh, really sweet. Yeah, so you should play another song off that new album. It's a really good album. All right, well, we, we'd have to have Wi-Fi uh, to, to really change the playlist at this point. But I did download some songs before I came over, and uh, one of them I thought, I thought you would appreciate. Let me pull up this email. Uh, this is a woman from a woman named Allison Morales. Uh, she loves the show, listening for a few years. She really loved the Dead & Company episode. Uh, I would never go to that concert, but I'm always curious to hear what other people have to say. Uh, her band is heading to Fest this year, which I, I, I don't know Fest. But Fest is like a, a legendary, awesome punk rock festival in uh, Gainesville, Florida. Well, she kn- she knows about Snake Plissken and a th- uh, I Thought You Were Dead. And she said, I thought you'd appreciate the name of our band, Hans Gruber and the Diehards. <laughs> 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 a, oh, that's great. A fan once, uh, fans once said to us, "We are like choking victim, but fun." <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, choking victim is a band that I've seen their records and shirts more than I've ever heard the actual band. I'm the same way with Wilhelm Scream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Alex on fire. Yeah. Very popular shirts. Good shirts. Um, Good so shirts, great shirts. Uh, I'm going to throw to this song real quick, uh, and we'll come back and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk for, we'll talk for a sec. Don't, you're going to make him stay on the phone through a song? No, I was going to cut it in. Oh, okay. So here's Hans Gruber and the Diehards with It Just Doesn't Matter. We'll be right back. It just doesn't matter! And we're back. That was Hans Gruber and the Diehards with It Just Doesn't Matter. Uh, they're uh, going to Fest, so go see them if you're going to Fest. Uh, they will enjoy that. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Kyle Kinane's going to be back at Fest this year, too. Go, go see Kyle Kinane and them at Fest, then. It sounds like, sounds like we should put together like a, a lineup. Yeah, we should do Fest next year. Okay. Um, he said from the back of his tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the bathroom because it's quiet. 
So I think the biggest question that all the fans are wondering is, are you and Dee uh, sharing the same bunk on the bus? Uh, no, we're actually, we got, I, because Dee's here, I kind of laid claim to the back room. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, Kevin uh, Smith style, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel a bit guilty about it because there is another couple on the the uh, tour, which is uh, Tim Ryder and Rebecca Hansen, and, you know, they have a lot of stuff to do in the show, too. Uh, but, you know, they didn't once offer it to me last tour, so they didn't go fuck themselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a good thing. Uh, when you're going to be in a tight situation to hold grudges. So uh, this is going to go great. Um, yeah, no, but it's, it's been nice. I mean, we've only done like two nights, and it's, uh, uh, I mean, it's not great sleep. Um, like, I don't really end up falling asleep too much until we roll, like, we stop in the town. And so then I end up, like, sleeping in late and kind of trying to figure out the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, but, uh. Touring, touring needs to get you another four hours in the day, and then I think everything would be all right. But the travel mixed in with the performing is the worst. Yeah, Neil, you toured Australia extensively in the 80s. What was that like? No, I didn't. <laughs> all right. All right, well, this is fun, guys. i got to go soundcheck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, have fun. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Eat healthy. I got vegan uh, Caribbean food today. It was delightful. Wow. There's vegan Caribbean food in New Haven, Connecticut. I am still gaining a lot of weight. I don't know how it's happening. It must be all the beans. All right. <laughs> all right. Drink water. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Take showers. And you have... Yay. Turn off that microphone. Guys, that went surprisingly well. For, yeah, not so bad. Uh, how jerry-rigged that was. Um, if you're, I don't know if that's cool to say. Jury rigged? Yeah, that might be an offensive origin etymology. You think so? It does. It does sound like one of those that's that sort yeah, of out there, and, you, and then you find out it's like, oh yeah, yeah that's a that's based on uh, hatred of the Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> the, the guys known for their j- juries? I don't know. Um, this uh, I also heard her pronounced Jerry rigged a lot, which might have been like a German German thing. thing. All right. But isn't it actually kind of a compliment because you're making something out of nothing? Is that what it is? Is it like when you when you jury rig something, you're like cheating justice? Is that? I mean, I could see how that would be a bad. I don't thing. think it's jury. <laughs> like you, like the twelve members of the. You, I I thought it was the same thing. Are you looking it up? Yeah. All right. Well, this is. It, well, I'll, 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 it was the, the boys. The phone was kind of stuck in the couch with the microphone on top of it. That's it was that way rigged. Okay. If we're trying to <laughs> avoid controversy, um, you can say Dana rigged if you want. But no, it, it was cash rigged. So if it's cash rigged, it's uh, it's gonna fall apart right in the middle of using <laughs> Lots it. Of duct tape. Yep. Last week, I cash rigged a wrench that wasn't long enough by attaching another wrench to it. And it, <laughs> it looked incredibly stupid, and it worked really good. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, you know, it's important to celebrate the little victories of, like, um, making something work that's not supposed to work. Or kicking in a door I when think, you yeah, lose Yeah, I think you're game. off the hook here. Yeah? Jury rigged? I think I was wrong. I think it's fine. All right. At least well. the, the first... Wait, oh, here we go. Old oh, fresh. All right, based on a, it's based in French. Oh, oh. Uh, 
How are we doing? We are doing good. So no, we heard Hans Gruber yet. and the Diehards were 20 minutes in. Um, unless we cut this up, check your time code. Check your own time code. It's it's the new mystery I'm hiding oh, no. in every podcast. We we may have some uh, extra bonus footage to or uh, audio to put into this episode <laughs> with with the new and probably only once man on the street segment. Yeah. So. Well, no, let's put that in the next one. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Dana is going going out into the street representing Jonah Radio. We got him a mic flag. Um, that's just a picture <laughs> of Jonah's face, um, and he's gonna go. Stick that in the, the faces of some people for, for a little thing uh, we will eventually call Dana's trip to L.A. <laughs> um, but uh, in the meantime, this is Beretta Blues from Nothing Good by Bremer and the No Goods. Change 
I'm lost. It's a scary time out here for intersexual minorities. Don't worry, I know a place where we can learn, laugh, and play. Where? Minority Corner with the Wonder Twins of Podcasting, Aneke and James. Wow, they sound fabulous, smart, and incredibly attractive. At Minority Corner, you'll get everything from the history you were never taught. Like the history of Chinese immigration, or who was James Baldwin, or African queens of old, like Queen Candace. Plus, awesome book recommendations outside of the usual white male cisgender canon. Interviews from comedians, artists, writers, and activists. Well, that sounds like a party, but hold up. What about movie and TV reviews starring folks whose melanin is poppin'? Well, you know Minority Corner loves their deep dive into pop culture, all from a perspective that's black, queer, and ladylike. Ooh, yes, and with the election just around the corner, sounds like Aneka and James are gonna get us information. Not to mention self-care, tips, how to be an ally, and how you can get involved in your community so you can help fix this mess. You know what? James and Aneka kind of sound like us. That's because... They are us. Minority Corner! I listen to reading glasses because Bria and Mallory have great tips. My suggestion for book festivals is just go for one day. I listen for the author interviews. I was a huge Goosebumps fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> R.L. Stein was totally my jam. I don't even read. I just like their chemistry together. Literally, if on the bag it said, like, this book made me shit my pants, I'd be like, that's, I'm buying this book. Yeah. Like, like, I think the problem with blurbs a lot of times. I like that we both want to crap ourselves <laughs> over books. I'm Brea Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We're Reading Glasses, and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Jonah always gives me, like, a countdown, so I know when to hit the applause, but I just Uh, fucking nailed it. Yeah, you really did. Just, you went in blind. Nailed nailed it! it. Oh, you nailed it. We can turn this back up. Give me another, give me another nailed it. Nailed it! You guys hear that good? I mean, it doesn't. I can. We can hear it fine. Okay, I just want to make put that on a shirt. <laughs> um, we're I back. Like that song. Yeah, that was uh, the Beretta Blues by Hidden by a Pop Up Window. I'm sorry, that was the Beretta Blues by Bremer and the No Goods, bringing our grand total of bands played with and the up to two for this Ooh, episode. Awesome. So if you had the over, you're going to be in the money. <laughs> Um, I'm thinking about getting into gambling, guys. What do you think? Great idea. Mm-hmm. Been going through some financials. I'm I'm doing I'm doing all right now. By which I mean I'm paying my paid my rent. So gambling. <laughs> do you have a particular game in mind? Nope. Just can I'm I'm cards. Maybe Casino Morongo. Casino Morongo. I've driven by the Casino Morongo many times. I've never been in. Neil, you've been there, right? I've been there. Yeah. You ever been to Casino Morongo? You know what we're talking about? I, I absolutely do not. <laughs> you will be a listener standing as we explain what Casino Morongo is, because it's probably not that different than any Indian casino that you've ever seen in your life, right? That we yeah. have in Iowa. Yeah. It, it's, but it, 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 it takes from the Vegas idea, because it's got like a three-story... I don't know what to call it. Like, it's not a billboard exactly. It's more like the t- upper three stories are have like an LCD screen yeah, on them. Oh, wow. Wall. Yeah. And it's the only thing that tall within 20 miles. So you just, it's one of those things at night when you drive by it, it just well, kind of hangs Casino out Morongo, for like 40 minutes. There's Casino Morongo if you're headed east. And then, like, about five miles, there's like a real broken dick fucking yeah. casino. <laughs> it's like, we were here first, man. <laughs> yeah. The, I've only been in, in Vegas. I went into a locals casino in North Vegas because I was there with my dad. And there's... Wait, what's a locals casino? Like, a locals casino is like, they get rid of all of the, like, um, the 
the strip shit where it's like overwhelming or like uh, oh I see what you mean it's it's got where it. like if if you happen to be a blackjack dealer and you want to play blackjack you go there because you're like oh. I know the uh, it's I, I don't know if it's better odds but it's less bullshit it's just like got we'll it. just bring you the free drink you don't have to wait for like <laughs> an hour for the the waitress to come back it's it, it's it's kind of and it is it's kind of inspiring because it is, it's the same thing as Vegas, but it's just, there's no bullshit. There's just like, yeah, we're kind of here to take your money. Um, but we're not going to like lie to you about it. We're, <laughs> we're, we're just going to kind of be, be straightforward. Indian casinos also have that a little bit too, because, because yeah. they're not in the middle of Vegas or a, a strip or something like that, where it's all casinos, where it's just one. Yeah, Morongo's pretty, Vegasy. It is like it's still like oh, this is the only place in the world you can still smoke indoors. Yeah, <laughs> and, like it's it's two minutes from the outlet malls. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, there you go. And then like yeah, and there's just like a lot of like oh, you are a complete degenerate gambler, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, I just the look on people's faces as they were like walking out. It was like ooh, yeah, that's. I went to. I don't know if Hollywood Park still exists. Exists yeah. as a. It does it. Yeah. I I was at odds in my twenties and had gas in my car and I was like, I've never been here. It's like midnight, one a.m. or something like that, and I'm just kind of cruising around. So Sounds I, like you were looking for a sex worker. Shots <laughs> fired. Yeah, I did not find one that night. I <laughs> I will say that because I went in and. They had they had a huge poker room, and all poker rooms to me are just like I don't understand what's going on on the table. Like I need the the shit on the side of the screen to actually understand poker. <laughs> um, and uh, so that didn't make sense. And then I went over to like blackjack because that was the only game I had played. I think I think I, I had just turned. I was I, I I had just gambled for the first time in Vegas, and so I came back and I was like, I guess you can do this here. Um, and then I went over to Blackjack, and in the state of California, or the way that they do this, you have to offer players the chance to be the house. Like, oh, weird. You have to, yeah, you have to offer them the chance to like be the dealer where they cover everybody's bets at the table. And so it goes around. You don't have to take it if you don't want to, but if you do take it, you have the ability to like win six or seven hands at once. Oh, wow. Um, okay. It's it's very strange, and it's a. You know, it's a weird. I think it's called No Bus Twenty Twenty One or something like that. Some bastardization of the game, but people play it. But then I saw this guy who had won like four or five hands, and he's like, "I'm gonna do it this time." And then even the dealer was kind of like, "It was." You could tell it was sort of like, "Larry, are you sure? Like you hear a lot, and this like never worked out for him." He's like, "I want to do it," and he had a big stack of chips. I don't know how much they were worth, but he ended up passing everything out, but like two of them to cover all the bets, Mm -hmm. and then he busted. Oh, oh, and he lost all of them. And it was, and I saw, I saw it, it was, it's like one of those things where I got a whole moral lesson in like 15 minutes where it's just like, oh, don't, don't ever do that. Like I can see the despair on your face. I'm never going to put myself in that position. So it was good. It did, it did help. And I don't really gamble now. I went, I quit gambling 15 minutes after I started. <laughs> I went into the first time I went to Las Vegas, I walked in and I was like, Roulette, fifty-fifty odds. Yeah, yeah. That's all I play is roulette. Put down twenty dollars, lost it. Put down another twenty dollars, lost it. I was like, "Fuck!" Because I was down forty dollars, and that was a lot of money to me and to a lot of people. 
And I was like, that's kind of all I budgeted for gambling here. <laughs> and then I said, fuck. And then the, 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 I don't, what's a guy that runs a, a roulette table? Croupier. Really? I, I think so. Oh, well, that guy was not happy with me for, for cussing at his table. <laughs> so I was asked to leave. Wow. And then I was like, there's another casino I could go to. <laughs> and I took out like. 20 more dollars because there was a $10 ATM fee. And I was like, <laughs> wow, this is not thinking like, oh, if I take out $40, I'm saving 75%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, I, was, I just was amazed by how. Were you in a con- casino in a strip club? <laughs> I've seen no. I've ever seen. Uh, it, it was, uh, I forget. We were, I don't know. It was, we were staying at like a, like a Motel 6 or something uh-huh. that also had slot machines everywhere. Yeah. And that constant noise is so maddening to me. But like, and then we walked over to like a name brand casino. I forget which one. And then, yeah. I'm always curious about those slots that are in uh, like the airports and the, the hotels and things like, like yeah. the, the, little... the, the ones that you just completely pass. Like, like they just there to be ignored except exactly. for <laughs> probably two, Two, three people a day? Yeah. Is anybody really winning on those? And if so, what are they getting out of well, it? Well, that's where they put the loose slots because it's right up where everyone walks in. Oh. And then, yeah. I, I, that was in the movie Casino with Robert De Niro. Mm. That's right. <laughs> Joe Pesci, too. Yeah. And he's, and he's yelling at Joe Bob Briggs because the the guys were scamming his uh, that's slot machine. Right. I forgot that his, was Joe Bob Briggs. Rigging his slot machine. He, he played a great idiot in that yeah <laughs> um another time many years later i was working in las vegas on a new year's eve special and uh the only place that didn't have like the sound on the slot machines on mm-hmm. where i could eat breakfast because <laughs> it was this was like old yeah. strip whatever like fremont street experience I yeah think well called. they got that domed over thing yeah it's a domed over led screen mm-hmm. where they do like Jets passing over and shit. More things to traumatize everyone that, that's there. Uh, but uh, there was like some, the, the casino we were staying in was called like O'Malley's or something. It was like very just lazily Irish themed. I think I've walked by that one, yeah. And then, so there was like a, a, like a bar restaurant and I sat at the bar and in the, the, the bar. Oh yeah, the video poker machine. video poker. Yeah. Like, so like, you order your breakfast, and you're just staring at the screen. And I was like, all right, fuck it's it. It's taunting you. Yeah. So I, I put a couple of dollars in, and I won, like, I think $100. Wow. And then the bartender was like, hey, big winner. <laughs> and then he, like, slid me, like, here's your, here's your comped breakfast. Oh. For, like, for winning? because I won, I got a free breakfast. And I was like, that seems like it's manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> so I stood up. Paid twenty dollars for my breakfast and left. <laughs> like I don't want this thing in my hand anymore. Well, yeah, Las Vegas. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's I was, very. <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, "Do I have Viva Las Vegas on here?" <laughs> no, the um, I know it's not Vegas, but it makes me think of it. You hear that they're rebooting um, Fantasy Island. Oh, I haven't heard that. Really? Yeah. Uh, and I guess... Are they getting Dinklage? I don't know. The, the only one they've announced is 
uh, Michael Pena is going to play uh, the uh, Mr. Rourke. Mr. Rourke. Interesting. Um, I don't know much about that show other than enough. that. Mr. Rourke was old. It was. Uh... Oh, God, he's got a great name. What's that actor's Ricardo. name? Ricardo. Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, man. He's got the theater Con. over on Vine. Oh, that, that's true. Yeah, the Ricardo Montalban Theater. I've never seen anything there. <laughs> uh, I feel like I should I did. I did see something there. It was like... Um, oh, it was like that... Uh, I feel like they do upfronts there, maybe, or stuff like that. Well, they, they, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney did their show there. Oh, wow. And then uh, uh, Scott and Paul and... Oh, is that like a Bang Bang thing? Yeah, they did like the comedy Bang Bang show there. Oh, the Christmas show or something like that, yeah. Yeah. But the Ricardo Montalban, guys, if you're ever on Hollywood Boulevard, it's just a few steps off <laughs> and it's left. rewarding. Yeah, yeah. there's a sushi place right by it that uh, seems very expensive. Local references. But uh, you speaking, a free of, coffee speaking of Dinklage, Montalban. though, in Fantasy Island... Uh, I have been seeing some billboards and signs for something called Dinner with Hervé. Yeah. Is, is yeah. that obviously... That's uh, him. Pl- that's that's Dinklage, Dinklage playing, playing Hervé Villages. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, and it looks interesting. And, a, and I don't know if it's a book or it's some sort of legendary profile of him from the 70s, like a yeah. magazine profile. Cool. Um, it's, it sounds interesting. I mean, that guy, that dude was crazy. <laughs> like, just lo- like... he. he I feel like he and you are about the same knife level. Like he, he, he pulled out knives at a lot of places. Uh, Motherfucking Google it, dog. Oh yeah, you don't have the put your knife away drop. No. <clears throat> I will say though, in defense of Neil's knives, he gave me one. I took it to a, a job I had. I used it like seventeen times that day, and everybody admired it. It was it's. So you guys, this one? Oh uh, yeah, it's, I've seen that one. Is that new? Uh, I had it last week. I don't know if I pulled it out though. <laughs> uh, I bought it on. Oh no, I didn't. It came on Monday because I bought it on the plane home. Knife shot. I hope you all were able to hear the snap of that. <laughs> <laughs> that. I don't know if I would want to sit next to you if you were the dude that we like bought the internet on the plane to go knife shopping. <laughs> my my friend Josh Slater uh, when I was in New York. He's like, hey, do you follow this Instagram account? I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. It's like, oh, it's this chick I met. And she's, she's always like, got, she's got some line on like actual Italian stilettos. <laughs> and she sells them on Instagram. And Wow. Like, huh? And he's like, yeah, just check this out. He sent me a picture. And she had these two pearl-handled stilettos. Wow. He's like, these are going to go fast. <laughs> and then, like, second comment, sold. <laughs> wow. And uh, Instagram, uh, I feel like we're, if, the, if we took this a little more seriously, I feel like we just broke a story about arm smuggling. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, oh, because I DM'd her, and I was like, do you get the, how often do you mm-hmm. get this kind of stuff? Because she also sells, like, jewelry and other kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And she's like, oh, every once in a while, one will pop up. I'm like, where like what world are you living in yeah well just i go go to the jewelry marts and they're just there the other weird thing is she was holding them in her hand and they're about like hand width they're Mm -hmm. they're they're lady size uh and she has the palms of her hands tattooed oh wow wow that seemed painful 
Is well, would that be painful? I, I think unwise. It is yeah. because it'll. Rub off yeah, blur. exactly. There's a lot of um, yeah. wear and tear. <laughs> what What does she have on them? I can't tell if she's holding that. It's, it's the silhouette of a knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In, uh, hold the here. prices. <laughs> I just wrote down knife talk in the book for, for notes. Oh, great. Unless you want to give it a name. We can oh, no, make we it talked about Vegas for fucking six months and you didn't write that down. I'm just, right after Vegas talk is knife talk. <laughs> Shut up, dummy. But circling back to that, uh, why don't you play some Kino cash? <laughs> Kino? Kino's the, it's bingo with cash, right? Uh, <laughs> I think, the, okay, I'm confusing. What's the dice game then? Craps. Oh, craps. That's I've I've tried to I've tried to play craps a couple of times, and I one time I, mostly just from shoulders, just just peeking over shoulders trying to figure it out. And I thought I had it figured it out, and I took my chips and I put them down on the table. And the dealer looked at me and says, "We don't come before the come, sir." And I went like, "Okay." And I picked up my chips and walked away. And I was like, "I'm fucking <laughs> done." That guy could have been polite. He could explain what that meant, but he told me we don't come on the come. And everybody looked at me like an idiot. So I'm done with that fucking game. That's a lot of come. Yep, we don't come on the come, sir. I, uh, I used to remember what that is. It's like come and pass. And mm-hmm. You're betting on sevens, if sevens come up or elevens come up um, or the number comes up before you roll a seven. You have to roll first mm-hmm. and then people bet whether you're going to get a seven or eleven before you hit that number again. Gotcha. In the dealer's defense, though, you were holding your chips in one hand and your dick in the other. <laughs> so we don't come on the come, sir. Um, Nailed it! Kino is like the shit you can play in bars where it's like you yeah. just like it's like a state lotto kind of game oh okay where the, the every 10 minutes there's a lottery card and then the balls like jump on it oh wow they don't have in Ohio Iowa Iowa please no they have it in Ohio um <laughs> uh yeah the what's other oh did I just microphone oh I got a text and everybody heard it is it I turn that calling off. in again? Uh, you forgot to give us some key info. Don't play. Does your phone read your text out loud? Uh, it does sometimes when uh, uh, I'm I'm in the car. It's a little embarrassing. The the <laughs> the, re- the rental car uh, yeah. driving driving lift. <laughs> Something pops up. Just like yep. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. You, you, there there is a setting to like. Yeah. No, and you figure it out real quick afterwards. <laughs> Do you have any interesting uh, tales to, to share? Of Lyft? I don't know. I cited NDA. Um, no. Really? Oh, wow. No, I didn't say oh, NDA. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, that's fucked up. Lyft no. confessionals with Cash Hartzell? It, it, for the most part, everybody's fine. Uh, the, like, I, there was a very, there was one night, it was the end of the night, and it uh, sort of last call through West Hollywood, and I picked up a guy and his date uh, who got in a very loud argument in an uh, in a language neither the busboy that I picked up next nor myself recognized. And the busboy spoke Spanish and knew Brazilian, so it wasn't Portuguese. And they got in like a domestic, but I don't know. Everything was fine. Um, what what types of uh, refreshments does the the Cash Hartzell Lift uh, provide the clientele? No. Provide no water, no, no. gum. Picking you up, I'm taking you a place. All right. Yeah. You barely get me to tell, tell me company. to turn down okay, the music. Okay, so not even good company. Uh, no, I I've met I met the 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 real skill to that is not you got to drive, so you 
fine. You, you can't take it. You can't zip all over the place. And if people want to talk to you, you talk to them. If people don't want to talk to you, you leave them the fuck alone. Sure. And uh, that's that's the real secret of being a good Lyft driver. Okay. <laughs> um, and occasionally you can get into some really interesting conversations with people or they'll ask you stuff or they'll they'll volunteer stuff, which is fine. I like there's also like a weird therapist thing, too. That, I don't know if it's therapist or if it's just like there's a weird Confessional? In, intimacy sort of thing. Like this is on my mind. Um, it doesn't matter to the person driving me. Like I got a got a couple of. One in particular, I got this woman who's like, she didn't, she never said it, but she was like, I don't know what what I'm doing with this boyfriend. I uh, think I need to break up with him, and she she, she was just kind of justifying it to me. And I understand at that point, like, all right, fine, like I'm not gonna give you any real advice that you're gonna take away from this. You just need to hear yourself talk about it. And I, you know, I already listened to Fresh Air, so I can sure. <laughs> I, like, there's 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 nothing to do. That's 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 one of the things actually about the whole lift experience is like it's just it's such a simple task that you the the pressure is about doing it and and like getting the rides that when you're actually driving and giving people rides you know you're getting paid for it when you're sitting around waiting for a ride you know you're not getting paid and you're burning gas and it's it could be a larger cost so like mm. anything you do with people in the car is relatively stress free it's the like Oh shit! I got to pick up. Oh, it's ten minutes away. Oh, when I get there, it's gonna be two dollars. So I just drove. I just wasted twelve minutes uh, for two dollars, as opposed to like, it's 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 a it, it's a weird job. It's nice. The people are so, sort of the nicest thing about it. Sure. Um, the everything else is 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 the bummer, and uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, the the other thing that it taught me in uh, in doing it is how much of the road is Lyft drivers now or Uber drivers and yeah. how mm. much transportation it is and how much mm. it's really really integrated into at least Los Angeles. I'm sure it's like this, and I mean I know San Francisco it's like this. I'm sure New York is like this. The bigger cities and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 interesting to think about how much how much uh, of the traffic is on. And also at like, this city is fucking great when there's no traffic. Like nine o'clock at night until one one a.m. two a.m. is great most of the time because everybody's home or something like that, and you can get places really quickly. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, you'll have to rate for the book. Sure, <laughs> yeah, the novel. Should we play another song? We should. I got something coming up. Uh, we got. Oh, I gotta use my user ID and just use my my fingertip these these days, guys. I got that cool thing. This is uh, the cutscenes. Uh, they are from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, this is called Memory from the cutscenes from Making Count. <laughs>
dying on the inside I'm crying on the outside This glass of wine won't numb my pain Cause I'm trying to let go It's been tough from the get-go Even though you're gone That is memory from the cutscenes off Make It Count. They're from Chicago, Illinois. They have a pretty cool album cover. Um, is that we cutscenes as in video game reference or like scenes that have been cut. Or like uh, it's just it just the word the and the word cutscenes. I mean, cutscenes. They have they have scissors behind it like behind their logo and then one of their things is like a hand but all the fingertips have just been cut off oh so i think it's more like the 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 scenes where people get cut would would be like a third third option than that cool mm-hmm. that was cut scenes when you send in to jonah radio we will talk about your name that is the jonah radio less promise because we're filling time while the big man's on the road. Um, Speaking of time, are you still filling time? We good? Uh, we're getting close. Okay, good. I think we got this segment. We got like an hour, right? Well, we got to cut that thing in. And then that brings us up. But that, was, that wasn't that long. So it's prob- I'm only adding like four to what we have now. So we're... Well, the people at home can actually look down and tell you where we are time-wise. Uh, it's a mystery to us. Tweet we us. Can, can, yeah, tweet us with your, what uh, number it was, It says on your podcast right now. Let us know. Uh, still waiting on that stuff from Ben Acker. They were supposed to tweet in our, their applause, and I have not gotten any. But I haven't checked the... the you want to check the... Uh, That's what I was going to do right yeah, now. Yeah, checking in on Twitter account. Let us know. The oh parents are gone. We jumped on the bed last week. How do you respond to that? That's a big thing. Uh, that's a big... We're in this new journalist radio format. We're moving forward this. We're listening to our audience. It's not so much about the, the oppressive <laughs> fist from up top anymore. It's just the inmates are out. Like, well, I'm not going to send you a written report. Or at least it's not going to be uh, 1,500 words. It's going to be 1,000 words. And you're just going to have to deal with that, Jonah. Who you, are you talking about? He doesn't make you send in written reports every podcast? Fuck no. Oh. I'm a feature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck no, I'm a feature. Cash, you're a with. <laughs> yeah. I can be I can I don't even get the if. I just get W slash. <laughs> uh ITH, that's all extra, buddy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was excited about hearing swearing on the show. Yeah, swearing on. I believe they're uh, they're on tour again. We'll yeah, that record out. just dropped. Great record. Uh, same day as the new fucked up. Ooh, another good record. F'd Merge up. is really putting the stuff out. They do do that from time to time. They put yep. they put those records out. <laughs> uh, the new KV just dropped yesterday. Kurt Vile. Oh, okay. I was trying to. I thought it was something else. Okay, here's an oh, actual that's question. Yes. What mu- musician alive? This is from Amber O'Malley. Mm-hmm. Some sort of symbol. Um, what musician alive? Or, or wait. Did we ask this question and she's answering it? 
Uh, I don't know. What's the question? She's got the question in quotes and then answers it. Oh, okay. What's the question? What musician, alive or dead, would you like to hear do a better job of a terrible modern song? Hmm. What'd she say? She says, uh, I want Joe Cocker to try all of those terrible whoa, hand clap, hey, in the rock songs. That would be really cool. <laughs> um, cause the I can't one, picture one of those songs that she's talking about. Like the Mumford... Oh, the, okay. and his boys they do all oh, that okay. stuff um, and like and um, boys. arcade fire they mm, got some yeah they got some hand clappy stuff um, stomp, clap. uh, anthemetic is that what you classify that as yeah uh, who, who's the who's, what's the dude from iRobot what's his his band now the who the dude from uh, iRobot what was it he was in the who right <laughs> um, Will Smith no. Mr. Robot what was the name uh, of that band uh, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic, Magnetic Zeros. Zeros. Yeah, they got some hand clappy stuff. Um, mm. God, did we ever play that cover of uh, Party All the Time that, that we shot for that? Or Jonah shot for that? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know where to find it. I don't know where to find um, it either. It's, prob- it's probably on my big computer. Oh, okay. Well, we should dig I that out some, sometime. Edited. The, the guy from Ed- Edward Sharp and the Magne- Magnetic Zeros, right before he started that band, he was in a band called Mr. Ro- not Mr. Robot. I am a I- robot. I am a robot. I, it's, I am a one word. Was it oh. I'm a I'm a robot? I think that. Yeah, but yeah. it was just I am a. Yeah, with, I'm with a no robot. Apo- I remember that. Band. No apostrophe. <laughs> and uh, Jonah and you, right? It was yeah. the two of you wrote, uh, did, a, did a pilot that was um, Jonah as a record store. To, it was called in-store, right? Yeah. In-store and it was a band would come and do an in-store at the record shop Jonah oh, worked cool. at. And they would do one of their originals, and then they would do cover. a cover. And the cover that they did was "Party All the Time" by uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy? Murphy. Oh, wow! <laughs> and it it turns out really well. Like yeah. it, it 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 actually came together pretty good. So cool. we'll have to we'll have to find that. We'll have to dig that out. It it may have gotten played maybe on like the first one or two episodes because it was it. fresh then. How, how no, it was ago? not fresh then. How long ago was that? <laughs> Ten years. Yeah, Easy. but we've been doing this for six. But that's still all five years old. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm not good at math. Nope. Uh, we should we should dig that out. So tease that. Fuck no. I'm a feature. I got that written down. Um, uh, I think that Joey Warrenker was involved in that I'm a Robot project. If I'm Joey, Joey Warrenker, he was uh he played with Beck for a while. Yep. He was yes. in this great um. Uh, Minneapolis band back in my day called uh, Walt Mink. So shout out to Walt Mink. Walt Mink. <laughs> Walt Mink. It's a good name. Yeah, uh, I believe. What is it? Also, all one word? No, two words. Oh man, we already played that fucking cutscene song. Did we? Yeah, I thought it sounded familiar. We played it two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Ten five. Holy crap! Was listening to Jonah Radio this morning, and Jonah played our song "Memory." So cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, two weeks ago was the one where Jonah uh, got termites. Oh, we should, we should go by and see how the house is doing. If there's still a house yeah. there. I mean, they have a house sitter, but we should but just go ten by. five would be the one that we recorded the week before. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. So, well, it was a good song. <laughs> it's it about like, the Dead Dads Club. It's, it's heartfelt. DDC. What, why are you shoving that envelope full of cash in your back pocket? <laughs> <laughs> if you try to payola Jonah Radio, oh, I swear to God, uh, take oh, every cent, uh, take just every cent you can get. It, 
we all the payola we've ever gotten for Joan Arita will go go towards collectively buying us a pap split. Ribbon. Cash will put it on thirty three black. Yeah. Oh man. Um, this guy wants Neil's hip hop corner. That's not happening. No. I don't he know wants- anything about hip hop. Yeah, but you enjoy listening to it. We we want a fresh. Some of it. I hey, for, I, you, for my hip hop corner, I've been listening to a bunch of the Coup lately, the Boots Riley, uh, the the guy who made. Um, sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Oh, his sure. musical group, and uh, it is great, and uh, it's uh, very the opposite of um, big money hip hop. Uh, it's little money hip hop and the revolution and stuff like that. Cool. And it's uh, it's been very inspiring. So go check out the coop if you can, or go see that movie. Uh, I think it's now on VOD and stuff like that. I think it's in the it whole is. Yeah, market. It's got to be about it's that at, time. It's at the Red Box. Oh yeah, <laughs> you guys have Red Boxes in LA. Yeah, man. yeah. Don't wow. you? Well, yeah. I just thought it was kind of like a Midwest thing, I guess. No, you got the you got the Red Box. The Red Box is. I will say they they do scratch an itch. They oh do, sure, they do kind of <laughs> give you like, yeah, I'm gonna go stare at something and then I'm gonna come home with a movie as opposed to I'm gonna stare at my TV and not pick a movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are they only a dollar here like they are out there? I think it's like one fifty nine or right. something. I think there might be some sort of inflation for sure L A, but uh, it's it's not bad. Cheap entertainment, uh, um, but it, you, but it. This guy Johnny Wise says. Uh, Y'all should go back to that Airbnb and record an episode there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's, that might be a good Halloween one. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> hey, air bed and bre- We didn't, you know what? Uh, we never got any breakfast. <laughs> you didn't really technically get any bed either. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, so. I sat on the edge of one and stared out the window yeah. and thought about. All the choices I've made in my life. <laughs> maybe, maybe she can rebrand it as like Rock Bottom Inn. When you hear, you know you're not going any lower. Dude, I, I, yeah. I hope she gets kicked off or whatever. I did she. Yeah, I, I hope she gets some cello gigs and doesn't have to stay in the business. That's what I hope. Isaac Hansen wants to plug his band. He said they'd kill it a few seconds. Okay, you just did. Yep. Because you didn't say what your band was called. (laughs) Twitter games. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah, that would be that would be good. If we had slightly planned ahead and not (laughs) waited this long. Um we've got a guest host while Jonah's away. Oh, there's an idea. That's gonna cost money and we don't have any. Well, I mean we're not talking about Hodgman. (laughs) The famous I need $20,000 before I show up to guest on your podcast, John Hodgman. Let's, oh, can we start just, can we be the fake news about John Hodgman? Well, what about your Max Fun family? Um, any um, pickings there? That's a good idea. We should talk to our family more. Um, talk to the Simpsons gals. Well, uh, Allie's done it. Allie was on right right when we made the switch, but yep. yeah, you're right. Um, and uh, Julia's out on the road. Um uh, well, in the meantime, um, I am going to play uh, what has been called some space rock uh, for us to listen to. This is uh, Apogee by a band called Libria, L-Y-B-R-I-A. Uh, you can find them on Bandcamp, but this is Apogee. 
And we're back. That was Libria, spelled kind of how you think it is with a poji. Very uh, spacey band is the way it was described to me in the email. And uh, their band camp uh, delivers on that promise. There's a lot of space pictures, pictures of space. I don't know if they're pictures or illustrations, actually. How easy is it to draw space, Dana? Because like, um, it really is just like, Black, black, Lots and then black. maybe some stars Absence of matter. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it'd be easier if you start on black paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just you don't have to color. Look a little white. I guess coloring. I, I got out of the illustration game pretty early, back when we just called it coloring. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't see myself going forward with this. But thank you, <laughs> thank for the opportunity. I'm gonna clean up and go, and you can talk to these guys, and uh, they're gonna get a lot more. So. I, I, I approach it from the outside, but you're an insider. Dana is, Dana is an insider, which is a, a great way to transition into... Uh, shirts. Shirts. Um, we have been working with uh, Max Fun to try and get some of the greatest of Jonah, uh, Jonah Radio, uh, the art, onto, onto some t-shirts. And we're moving along. We're uh, submitting art this week. Uh, why don't you tell people about uh, what they can expect to see on some of these shirts? Sure. Um, so these are going to be the first run Jonah Radio artwork series. Uh, these will be all of the parody covers, uh, record covers. And I, I'm quite positive like all of the illustrated ones are going to be uh, up for grabs. Um, so this means uh, you, you might go to this, this Max Fun uh, web, website. This, you might go to this, this, this site and you can hit a drop-down menu and you can choose from very many. Uh, I, there's one I know people are going to want to get, which is the Hartzell Mahoney. Um, <laughs> what is that? That is... Uh, oh, was that the uh, Hall & Oates The one? Hall & Oates yes. cover where it's half, half illustrated uh, me, half illustrated Neil, and our faces are kind of pushed together. And that is... I don't, I don't know what you're doing in early February, but that is something that says Valentine's Day. So It's a stone-cold classic. Mm-hmm. Or the... Um, the, these the the three that I actually have uh, up in my garage. I have to bring them in because I'm I'm moving and I want to put them up. But there's that one. There is the Descendants one, which is a great. Uh, it's Jonah as Milo on right. from Milo goes to college, and then um, the Milo didn't go to college in that case. Yeah, Milo 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 started doing doing open mics, um, <laughs> and uh, the front of the. Um, which is now not even there anymore. The the Elliot Smith oh, cover sure. um, with Jonah in front instead of Elliot Smith, and now that mural has been uh, violated. I don't know what it, it, there, there's a big hole and a door in oh, it now. No. There's a bar. Yeah, there's something like yeah. Yeah, That's it was too bad. It's it was really sad. Um, I get what they're going for, but maybe just it's really sad while it was there too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that is also true. Um, it, it really wasn't only sad before he took that picture. Yeah. Um, then, then from then on, it was sad. Um, so those are coming. So we we will we're very excited that you will be able to have um, not just one or two choices, but many choices. Yeah, there'll be about twenty to thirty, I believe, is is what we've got planned. Uh, so uh, look for those soon. Yeah, um, we will we will obviously be linking linking to it here. But we were glad that Dana wasn't down, so we when we uh, we're getting this through, so we can uh, talk about it on the episode. Um, Folks, thanks for listening. Um, there we go. 
Um, it's been a great week for all of us, on and off the microphone. Um, really, if you haven't been following Variety in the last couple of days, I guess you, you won't know, but we're all billionaires now, um, and Elon Musk has personally invited us to space. So um, we're all moving on through October, doing our best, and hope that you are too. If you have any songs uh, or bands that you'd like us to play on Jonah Radio, please submit them to JonahRadio at gmail.com. That's radio with a Y. Please go see our namesake as he tours through town. Uh, take him to your cool record shops, your cool uh, comic book stores. If he wants to go. Or or just go there. He'll probably just show up there. Um, yeah, and, and uh, enjoy the show. They're doing they're doing two performances, two different movies. Uh, as you heard Jonah say earlier, they're, uh, they're they're it's on its feet. They're changing stuff, so it's gonna be a good show. So go see that. Um, check out Dana Lechtenberg at Sub Pop Two Thousand on on everything. On everything, I was gonna say. Yeah, um, Neil Mahoney is at Neil Mahoney uh, on Twitter. Um, I'm Cash Hartzell, in for Jonah Ray, and she's on assignment. Um, we are going to go out with another submitted song. This is from Officer Trip. Good name. Uh, it's called Motherland. They are from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is Motherland. I prefer Thunder Bay.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.